0: The, the Gospel of Luke and, and I wanted to do something with the last you know the, the last two chapters. I really wanted to dive in and, and not really add any commentary, so to speak or add any oh um, well, I don't know add any, um, anything extra to them, but really just focus on uh, the words and uh, focus on just the message that's there. And really just fill us with hope, um, fill us for hope in this season. So before we get to that, I want to do what we've been doing for the last uh, few Sundays. And that is uh, read from one of the odes from an ancient uh, Christian hymn book uh, that was Sung, read, and sung during services in the first and uh, second century. Um, it's been so cool to go back and 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 read these. And Lindsay's been the one that's reading them the most. But hearing um, hearing these words and hearing these phrases, and know that this is what the early church was singing. This is what the early church was was doing for worship. They were reading these odes, and it's just been. It's just been so awesome to connect with these again. Uh, I'm going to read from uh, Ode 23 from the Odes of Solomon. And just imagine in this moment, uh, if you were back in the first century, you would probably be in somebody's house. You'd probably be around a table. Uh, There'd probably be food spread out. and you had just gathered and, and, and said hello and hug necks, and, and then someone would break forth in this song. Joy is of the holy ones, and who shall put it on except them alone? Kindness is of the chosen ones, and who shall receive it except those who relied on it from the beginning? Love is for the chosen ones, and who shall put it on except those who possessed it from the beginning? Walk in the knowledge of the Lord, and you will know the kindness of the Lord without grudge, both according to his joy and the fullness of his understanding. His thought was like a letter, and his will descended from the height. It was once sent out as an arrow from a bow, which has been hurled with ferocity. And many hands assailed the letter to seize to take it and to read her. But she escaped their fingers, and they were afraid of her and the seal upon her, since they were not permitted to loosen her seal the power that was upon the seal was higher than theirs therefore those who had seen her went after the letter so that they might learn where she stopped and who would read her and who would hear her instead a will received her and came over her a sign of the realm a divine plan was with her and everything that was confounding to the will was cut and cleaved from her she overwhelmed the multitude of opponents and buried rivers with earth and she crossed over and uprooted many because the will ran as far as the feet, and whatever had come upon her, the letter was of was of of one injunction, and so all the regions were gathered together, and there was seen at her head and a head which had been revealed the child of truth from the Father, the Most High. Wow, what an awesome message of the good news that so many tried to possess possess it, so many tried to take it, but yet it prevailed like an arrow shot across. The world, it cannot be stopped, and the good news was spread. Wow, can you imagine that? I mean, one, the poetic uh, utterances, just the way it's it's written, uh, the language, how beautiful it is, just singing the song of how the good news cannot be stopped. It's so awesome. Um, so, you ready? Uh, hopefully, you got your... I got mine. Hopefully, got your cup of coffee with you today. I'm gonna to take a little sit before we start. But so we are going to read together. I'm gonna to read from the Passion Translation. Uh, I'm gonna read, we're gonna read all of of chapter 24 together. And I want it just to uh, resonate in your heart. Maybe um, get everybody to sit down for a moment and uh, and listen and uh, just hear Luke share about the resurrection. All right. So Luke twenty four, start with verse one. Very early that Sunday morning, the women made their way to the tomb, carrying the spices they had prepared. Among them were Mary Magdalene, Joanna, and Mary, Jesus' mother. Arriving at the tomb, they discovered that the huge stone covering the entrance had been rolled aside. So they went in to look. The tomb was empty. The body of Jesus was gone. They stood there, stunned and perplexed. Suddenly two men in dazzling white robes, shining like lightning, appeared above them. Terrified, the women fell to the ground on their faces. The men in white said to them, Why would you look for the living one in a tomb? He is not here, for he has risen. Have you forgotten what he said to you while he was still in Galilee? The Son of Man is destined to be handed over to sinful men, to be nailed to a cross, and on the third day he will rise again. All at once they remembered his words. Leaving the tomb, they went to break the news to the eleven and to all the others of what they had seen and heard. While the disciples heard the testimony of the woman, it made no sense and they were unable to believe what they had heard. But Peter jumped up and ran the entire distance to the tomb to see for himself. Stooping down, he looked inside and discovered it was empty. There was only the linen sheet lying there. Staggered by this, he walked away wondering what it meant. Later that Sunday, two of Jesus' disciples were walking from Jerusalem to Emmaus. A journey about seventeen miles. They were in the midst of a discussion about all the events of the last days when Jesus walked up and accompanied them on their journey. They were unaware that it was Jesus walking alongside them, for God prevented them from recognizing him. Jesus said to them, You seem to be in a deep discussion about something. What are you talking about? So sad and gloomy. They stopped and the one named Cleopas answered, Haven't you heard? Are you the only one in Jerusalem unaware of the things that have happened over the last few days? Jesus asked, What things? The things about Jesus, the man from Nazareth, they replied. He was a mighty prophet of God who performed miracles and wonders. His words were powerful and had great favor with God and the people. But three days ago, the high priests and the rulers of the people sentenced him to death and had him crucified. We all hope that he was the one who would redeem and rescue Israel. Early this morning some of the women informed us of something amazing. They said they went to the tomb and found it empty. They claimed two angels appeared and told them that Jesus is now alive. Some of us went to see for ourselves and found the tomb empty like the women, but no one has seen him. Jesus said to them, Why are you so thick-headed? Why do you find it so hard to believe every word that the prophets have spoken? Was it necessary for Christ the Messiah to experience all the sufferings and then afterward to enter into his glory? And he carefully unveiled to them the revelation of himself throughout the scripture. And he started from the beginning and explained the writings of Moses and all the prophets, showing how they wrote of him and revealed the truth about himself. And they approached the village, or as they approached the village, Jesus walked on ahead, telling them he was going to a distant place. They urged him to remain there and pleaded, Stay with us, it will be dark soon. So Jesus went with them into the village. Joining them at the table for supper, he took bread and blessed it, and broke it and then gave it to them. All at once their eyes were open and they realized it was Jesus. Then suddenly, in a flash, Jesus vanished from before their eyes. Stunned, they looked at each other and said, why didn't we recognize it was him? Didn't our hearts burn with the flames of holy passion while we walked beside him? He unveiled for us such profound revelation from the scriptures. They left at once and hurried back to Jerusalem to tell, to tell the other disciples, And when they found the eleven and the other disciples were all together, they overheard them saying, it's really true, the Lord has risen from the dead. He even appeared to Peter. Then the two disciples told the others what had happened to them on the road to Emmaus and how Jesus had unveiled himself as he broke bread with them. And while they were discussing all of this, Jesus suddenly manifested right in front of their eyes. Startled and terrified, the disciples were convinced they were seeing a ghost. Standing there among them, he said, be at peace. I am the living God. Don't be afraid. Why would you be so frightened? Don't let doubt or fear enter your hearts, for I am. Come and gaze upon my pierced hands and feet. See for yourself. It is I standing here alive. Touch me and know that my wounds are real. See that I have a body of flesh and bone. He showed them his pierced hands and feet and let them touch his wounds. The disciples were ecstatic, yet dumbfounded unable to fully comprehend it. Knowing that they were still wondering if he was real, Jesus said, here, let me show you, give me something to eat. They handed him a piece of broiled fish and some honeycomb and they watched him eat. Then he said to them, don't you remember the words that I spoke to you when I was alive, when I was still with you? I told you that everything written about me would be fulfilled, including all the prophecies from the law of Moses through the Psalms and the writings of the prophets, that they would all find their fulfillment he supernaturally unlocked their understanding to read to receive the revelation of the scriptures. And then he said to them, Everything that has happened fulfills what is prophesied of me, Christ the Messiah, was destined to suffer and rise from the dead on the third day. Now you must go into all the nations and preach repentance and forgiveness of sins, so that they will turn to me. Start right here in Jerusalem. For you are my witnesses and have seen for yourself all that has transpired and I will send you the fulfillment of the Father's promise to you. So stay here in the city until the mighty power of heaven falls upon you and wraps around you. Jesus led his disciples out to Bethany. He lifted his hands over them and blessed them in love. While he was still speaking out words of love and blessing, he floated off the ground into the sky, ascending into heaven before their very eyes. And all they could do was worship him. Overwhelmed and ecstatic with joy, they made their way back to Jerusalem. Every day they went to the temple, praising and worshiping God. So, before we go, what I want to do is I want to spend some time in prayer. Um, I know that uh, schools have started back up and are getting ready to start up here in, in Wood County. I know in Washington County and some places, they have already started up. So, we want to uh, spend some time praying today for all the students going back to school, all the teachers, all the parents, for their kids going back to school in this crazy crazy season that we're in right now. So let's pray, all right? Father, we thank you for today. We thank you for time together. We thank you for hanging out. We thank you for life together. And we ask that uh, we ask that you would just be with us in this moment. There's civil unrest. There's We're in the midst of a political season that has just gotten crazy. Uh, We're in the middle of kids going back to school in a pandemic, uh, which has parents on end and and teachers on end, and and honestly, a lot of information that's confusing and and hard to understand, but we know that you are the author of our faith, and we also know that you are hope and understanding, and and you provide us with peace, beautiful peace beyond any other peace that is available. So we pray for the students going back to school. Uh, we pray that you would keep them safe and protected. We ask that they would listen to the guidelines and follow those guidelines for their safety, but also just put a head, the old school charismatic phrase, put a hedge of protection around them and keep them safe. Pray for all those teachers, teachers that are connected with us. We lift you up. We thank you for what you're doing. Uh, we, ask that, uh, we ask for your safety as well. Uh, and those all teachers in our area, we pray for them as well, keep them safe, um, we pray for the leadership in those educational systems. We pray for um, the parents who uh, are sending their kids back to school, ask that you just give them wisdom and safety and, uh, and peace in this moment as well. We um, Thank you for uh, just your, your, your hope in the midst of all this, Father. We thank you um, for your goodness. I'm going to close with um, a prayer for peace and justice from, uh, from an old book of Celtic liturgy. It says, be with those who labor for peace and who believe in justice. Be with those who fight for what they believe in and for those who suffer because of the fighting. And may all people everywhere live in unity and love. Amen. Hey, thank you for tuning in. Uh, if you wouldn't mind, check out our webpage. It's wearehopecommunity.com. Peruse some of the things that we got going on there. There's a blog, some more media. Um, there's a place to give if you would like to, um, you can check out some other services that we have got, um, But more importantly, we'd love to hear from you. And there's a place where you can just write a question, shoot us an email, whatever. We'd love to hear from you. You can also check out our Facebook page and our Instagram. Uh, You can connect connect with us through those as well. But thank you so much for tuning in today. And remember that you are valuable beyond measure.